This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, July 11th, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. The TSA was ordered a year ago to be more transparent and responsive in how it chooses the method of scanning Americans' bodies in airports. A year later, the TSA has not followed that court order. Jim Harper, Director of Information Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, comments. On July 15, 2011, the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that the TSA, Transportation Security Administration, was supposed to do a notice and comment rulemaking on its policy of using advanced imaging technology, AIT, also known as body scanning and strip search machines, as primary screening at airports. The idea behind notice and comment rulemaking, that's traditional administrative procedures. You post the policy in the Federal Register, you take comments for a period of time, and then finalize the policy responding to those comments. And importantly, it's subject to a legal standard called the arbitrary and capricious standard. Um, That's interesting and new for the TSA because up until now it hasn't been subject to any legal standard at all in terms of its policies. A year later, mid-month July, TSA's compliance, public compliance with this ruling is nothing at all. It hasn't done even the even the notice of the policy, much less taken comments and responded to the comments with a new final rule. So it's a good time to be talking about this policy. It's one that continues to concern people. It's one that continues to offend people. And it's one that is, like so many TSA procedures, is constantly shifting. We don't exactly know what the rules are. So let's have the TSA do that notice and comment rulemaking. And if it's not going to do it, Let's make some noise about it. Rulemaking, uh, as done by executive agencies, often from the comments generates very useful uh, responses that on more than one occasion shuts down the rule entirely. Public comments can add to to the rulemaking process, not only by illustrating the intensity of public opinion, but also bringing concepts to the awareness of regulators. That's really the purpose of of notice and comment rulemaking, bringing information to the awareness of regulators that they can use. And I think that's especially necessary in the area of of airport security uh, because though they certainly try to make themselves expert, I'm sure, the folks at TSA are, are not the superior holders of information about how these things work, how they can be defeated, what the costs are, what the consequences are, and what the, what the public values are that surround these kinds of technologies. So notice and comment rulemaking is perfectly appropriate. The policy is going to be in place for a long time probably. And so the court was right to, to rule this way. In light of the TSA's failure to act, I've joined up with a lot of other groups to try to sort of spur conversation. On Monday this week, I started a petition on whitehouse.gov asking the president to force or cause the TSA to follow the law. There's a legal ruling here. Uh, within a day, it was up to the 150 signature threshold required to it, for it to go public on the whitehouse.gov site. And as we speak, signatures are coming in by the minute, and I guess uh, we're at around 3,500 now. The petition requires 25,000 signatures. That's quite a few. Uh, in order to require a response, a promised response from the White House. It's worth getting a response and an explanation why or why not the White House will press the TSA to actually go forward to this rulemaking. But that's only a start. The Electronic Privacy Information Center, which deserves credit for starting this whole process by bringing the original lawsuit, will file a sort of motion to compel 
on Sunday the 16th, or rather on Monday the 16th, the, the day after the one-year anniversary of this ruling, asking the court to enforce its rule and bring some sanction to TSA or, or maybe to reverse, reverse the policy or vacate the policy or just to date certain by which the TSA has to act. It looks like an amicus brief um, that includes a cross-section of interested parties will also be filed with the court. Obviously, people will be writing blog posts. They'll be tweeting as they're already doing and just raising this issue, which I think is it's a, a successful so far and growing public movement. Hey, let's get the TSA under control here. Let's get this agency operating in a law-bound environment. It's not surprising that TSA would uh, be facing a lot of scrutiny in terms of direct uh, – relation that individuals might have with a federal agency, TSA has got to be right up there for anyone who wants to fly. TSA is uh, an intimate part of your travel experience and uh, quite possibly uh, unnecessarily so. Intimate is a excellent choice of words there, Caleb, because yes, they're either looking at your body intimately or they're touching your body intimately. And it's unbelievable at this point, really, that that the federal government hasn't made this a, a concrete policy, but just made the rules up on the fly and maintained them without uh, going through all the factors that are there. And there are a lot of factors to consider. I think that when the when the rulemaking actually happens, and I wrote about this in a blog post shortly after the decision came down a year ago, lots of information will go in there, including risk management information about how well, how and how well this policy affects the the, the security situation in airports and on airplanes, cost-benefit analysis, whether it's actually worth it, uh, what's, for, what, for what margin of security do we pay these costs in dollars, in time, in privacy, and, and in dignity, frankly. Uh, we can do this public as, as, a, as a public policymaking process. We can balance uh, security against things like privacy and dignity and dollars. We do that all the time in our personal lives, deciding whether or not to cross a street uh, you know, against a light or something like that. We're risking our own security for some other uh, intangible benefit. Uh, we can do that in this process, but we shouldn't let the TSA do it for us, that is, make decisions about our security without our participation. The simple ask here is tell us what's going on, hear us out, and then answer us in a policy that passes legal muster under the arbitrary and capricious standard. Jim Harper is Director of Information Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.